Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast, the podcast of Pastor Joel Nason here in New Hampshire. It is good to be back with you. I have been away for this past week simply because I had a a tussle with my health here and uh, began actually in the pulpit last Lord's Day and uh, have been in and out of hospitals throughout the week and uh, have had to uh, go through a lot of I don't think I've ever, I feel like a pincushion. I've been stuck with needles so many times and uh, my arms look like I've been uh, battered and bruised quite a bit by the needles and things of that nature. But God has been faithful through it all and I have uh, had opportunity to meditate on Him and to think a great deal uh, in the night watches because I have lain awake for a long time. And I found that my anchor still holds in the Word of God, and I'm thankful for that. You know, it's a little bit strange in a moment of transparency here that uh, I found myself at this point in my life, here I am 55 years old, uh, beginning to reflect a little bit more than perhaps I did when I was a younger man. And uh, I began thinking about how close heaven really is for all of us, uh, actually, but at, in those particular times when your health is uh, in a, uh, a precarious position, that you be really begin to think about uh, heaven and about longing to be there, to be free from these uh, broken, disease-ridden bodies. And uh, we long for that time when we can be apart from all of that, and that suffering and that day-to-day uh, getting up and bearing through things in order to Uh, get along and do what we need to do and honor our responsibilities. And I'd begin thinking about that at certain times, lulls during the day, and unconsciously there would be a smile that would uh, creep into my my face and I would meditate on uh, what that would really be like to be free from the constraints of this world and of this sinful body and it makes you long even more for the presence of God. What gets you up every day? What is it that motivates you to swing your feet out of bed and to get up and to get dressed and to get going and doing those things that you need to do? What is it that motivates you to really make your way very pointedly uh, in the direction of serving your Lord? It's a question for you today, one that we all ought to contemplate from time to time because times of uh, re-examination and re-evaluation are important for us and God often allows lulls in our life for us to be able to think about that. And I got to con- I got to confess that one of those thoughts that continued to come through my mind and I felt like it was a moving of the Holy Spirit was to bring to my memory a passage of scripture that has always been very special to me. Uh it's one that from childhood I have known although I did not fully plummet the depths of what the apostle Paul was writing. I couldn't comprehend it, given my circumstances and experience. But it's a passage that has intrigued me and becomes dearer to me as the years go by. And what I want to do is, in the next several podcasts, is just to spend some time with the Apostle Paul as he's writing to the Philippian church. If you do open your Bibles, or if you're 
uh, in a place where you can do so. I encourage you to do it, but if not, then you can listen. Uh, But it's found in Philippians chapter 3. And in this passage, I hear some very lofty language, some ideals, some goals, something that obviously this man was extremely motivated and passionate about. I mean, he was so zealous that it just drove him to go to such great lengths for the cause of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he pulls the curtain back for us, as it were, to help us to understand that if you're a believer today, this is what ought to be an anchor to your soul. This podcast is called Holding Fast. And there is ample evidence and uh, weightiness to what that passage is actually talking about, and I think is valuable for us to discuss even now. In Philippians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul is writing to the Philippian church, and he, in the first few verses, is talking about, uh, is is writing about uh, how you need to beware in those first three verses of of uh, the third chapter. You Philippians need to be aware because there are deceivers out there. There are Judaizers, people that were saying that Jesus Christ is not sufficient to pay the penalty for your sin, that you have to supplement the work of Jesus by your own works of self-righteousness in order to earn God's favor. He says, beware, he calls them dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the the concision, which is an old English word, of course, that uh, is referring to those who would divide. Uh, For we are the circumcision, which the worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence, no confidence in the flesh. And so he is warning the Philippian readers that they ought to be on guard at all times and alert that there are people that will come in and they will rob you of your liberty that you have in Jesus Christ. They will bind your conscience with man-made laws. They will bind your uh, understanding of the Word of God by their own uh, takes on what it teaches. And he said, listen, In verse 4, he said, uh, I could have confidence in the flesh more than they would, uh, and I know better than that, because he said, I'm one that used to trust in the flesh. Matter of fact, I probably did it above even your regular Jewish person, because he said in verse 5, I was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, I... He's stating very clearly that he was of the elite class of those religious leaders that were extremely rigid in the keeping of the Old Testament Mosaic law. Now, he wasn't saying that in order to brag, per se. He was simply contrasting that those false teachers that depend on the flesh for their own self-righteousness, if they could do so, he could do so even more because he was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Uh, he said in verse 6, concerning his zeal, he persecuted the church. Uh, he was so zealous that he went over all that area in the Middle East, uh, searching out. Uh, those that were believers in Christ, uh, touching the righteousness which is of the law. 
His assessment was that he was blameless. He put forth such huge effort that it would have been uh, unmistakable that he was somebody who was passionate about God's law. But verse 7, and I end with this today. He says, those things, though, that were so important to me, that were of such gain, that I depended on for my salvation, that I was leaning on, those I counted loss for Christ. Period. He was saying that all those things fell as garbage and meaningless. They were absolutely no, of no worth to him because they didn't accomplish what really matters in life. You know, there's a lot of people that are depending on some other means to achieve salvation or forgiveness or a right standing with God. They use humanitarianism. Uh, they use that golden rule, be kind, to, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, and I do for others. And uh, there are people that spend their time picketing or giving to charities or doing all of these other things. And they're depending on those acts of self-righteousness and their own flesh. And Paul said, if you're looking for something that ought to motivate you in life, it's not to be found there because it'll not last. It's garbage. It's not worthy of your even giving the time to if it's being depended on for your right, right relationship with God. What gets you up today? What gets you up every day? What is it that makes you live and live for God alone? Sometimes we need to think that through and reevaluate that. And I hope today that your single most important purpose in living is to magnify Jesus Christ, to love Him with all your heart, to adore Him, to walk with Him, to meditate on Him, to memorize Scripture about Him. I assure you that that will serve as an anchor to your soul wherever God calls you and in whatever circumstance, sickness, health, poverty, and wealth, wherever you are, it will last. God bless. Walk with Christ today.